Welcome to Cosmic Channels. Open minds on cosmic lines. To call in to future episodes, the number is 1-833-703-0424. The show is recorded live the second and fourth Sunday of every month. Please subscribe to Alien Theorist Theorizing on YouTube to watch it live or patreon.com slash alien theorists podcast to watch on demand. The cosmic channels are open. We're live. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. And the cosmic channels are open. If you're watching live, call us one eight three three seven zero three zero four two four. We're taking all calls about paranormal, ghosts, cryptids, aliens, UFOs, your theories, whatever, whatever you got. Call, fuck you. Call us. Fuck you. Call us it. And just like that, someone's on the line right now. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Fuck you. I called. Fuck you. You did. All right. All right. On. <laughs> uh, it's Henry calling from Northern California. Hey, thanks for calling back, Henry. You're welcome. Uh, wanted to, I got a theory, and I also wanted to comment on the latest case file, um, which was freaking insane. I love that one, the the Cisco UFO encounter. That was so good. That's fun. Um, that was a good one. And you guys started to talk about Manzanita, and I was like, oh shit, I walked through that stuff. It absolutely sucks. Because I've it? done a lot of backpacking in the Sierra. Oh, yeah. I've done a lot of backpacking in the Sierra Nevadas. And yeah. it's like madrone trees, but as a bush. So the the like actual like stem and stalk of the bush is really, really hard. Um, and going cross-country backpacking you always that want shit, soft bush. You don't want a hard so bush. so much. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it sucks so much. It cuts you up like nothing else. Um and it was kind of cool to hear that in the case. So I'm like, hey, I know that stuff. Uh, I'm sure I didn't walk through the rarer variety of it because where I'd go backpacking a lot, it was just absolutely everywhere. So I'd be interested to look up what, I guess, separate species or you know varieties of manzanita is actually really uncommon because it is absolutely everywhere in the Sierra Nevadas. It is... Yeah, I think a pain in the ass. I think we talked. I think we <laughs> talked about it. That's just it's, it's maybe common there, but it's rare world worldwide. Makes sense. It, it wasn't a matter of just one type of it. Uh, we, I mean, we're theorizing, but so we don't really know. We're not a. I think yeah. there are like <laughs> three or four species that are only only grow in this year in Nevada's like in very small areas of, of course you fucking know Dan, that Dan knows like, that. why do you know that Dan? because I, I because I read the book why? He, read, he read the fucking book <laughs> I read so Henry book. so Henry can you confirm or deny that uh so you didn't find any anti-gravitic properties or anything you were attacked by robots energy in the manzanita bush I did not, but now whenever I'm backpacking, I'm going to be scared of shit of <laughs> owl noises, you guys. <laughs> yeah, as you should be. I, was, I know, I was out in the hills working on my cabin the other day, and I heard an owl, and it was getting dark, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get going home soon, and then I listened to the case file like two days later, I'm like, no, I really don't want to be <laughs> out listening to owls when it's dark. <laughs> 
climb a tree. <laughs> yeah, don't fuck around um, up there. So the the theory I've got kind of ties in with the Manzanita and that case file because if aliens were coming to our planet or have come in the past and are continuing to come, I, I personally think that they'd be coming for something, uh, you know, that is significant to them. Right. And not necessarily rare in the sense that we only have it, but rare in the sense that, uh, you know, it's rare everywhere and we don't know what they're going after because we haven't gone to that stage in our technology. So it's something we don't, we're not aware of harvesting because I don't think they'd be coming here for gold because there's literally asteroids like riddled with the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the same goes with water because I mean, water is somewhat abundant, just not in its liquid form. So, you know, kind of ties in with the whole Manzanita thing. They, they're probably interested in things that are rare to us, but we don't really know the significance of them yet. I like. I mean, that. it could just be something we're no. not utilizing, right? It's true. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah, some sort of you know microscopic. We're still discovering elements. Yeah, compound in there reacts with something. Imagine right? if they're they need to rely on fucking plastic or some shit. Great, take it all. Take it. Get rid of it. <laughs> Harvest our plastic. <laughs> take it all, boys. It's all yours. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think yeah, I mean they they they're either co- they're coming here either as scientists to observe us, or coming here for something valuable to them. Like that would make sense. For sure. All right. Thanks, boys, for having me. All right. Thanks, Henry. Thanks, Henry. Have a good show. We'll talk to Bye-bye. you again. Bye. Talk to you. Bye. So it may it still may or may not be the man's need a bush is what the ETs are coming for. Yeah, never know. Never know. I, I mean, that, you got you got to assume that like you have a plant there. Like you know, is that just a coincidence that they're there? I I I don't think so. I think it's could be. I think they're there for that something. Or maybe it's just the first time they've seen one, right? Because it's only they're specific to that area that you were saying, right? Yeah, and there's documenting. So maybe they're just like, oh, this is fucking interesting. We've never seen this. Let's document it. Let's put it in the fucking, you know, put it in the roll of decks here for next time we see a weird bush. Yep, I like that theory. All right, as we await another call, if you're watching live, fuck you, let's do it. Fuck you, call us. Let's go. Yeah. And while we're waiting, I don't really know much about it. Does anyone know anything about the soccer or the tennis player in China who's just like gone missing and she's sent those like cryptic things like, I'm fine. If you have any questions about me, Please contact. Is that the one that came out and said the vice president uh, assaulted her or something? Something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Tennis along. star. Yeah. She, she's, she's, she's dead. I think she's, she's dead. She's gone, girled. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, yeah. fucking scary, man. I just, I've just, it just popped up a few times. I haven't really looked much, in, much into it, but it's like that. Remember the Alibaba guy was talking bad yeah, about the Jack government? Ma. And then all of a sudden he just disappeared for like two weeks and he came back. He's like, I'm yeah, sorry. He talked sh- talk shit. Talked shit. He came back, said, I'm sorry, and uh, complied. Oh, well, we'll come back to that because we got a caller. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hey, how's it going? Doing well. What's your name? Where are you calling Good. from? Uh, my name's Brennan Cram, calling from Vancouver Island, BC, Canada. Oh. We're just a couple <laughs> island <Woo>. boys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I got a Sasquatch story for you guys tonight. Oh, hell yeah. Groovy. Yeah, so this is a story my... Uh, you, can you disclose oh, South Island, Mid-Island, North Island? Campbell River, baby. 
Woo! Really? Oh, it could yeah. be. It could be a neighbor. Yeah, not far away. Yeah. Me, hold on. Let me lock my door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is a Sasquatch story. My uh, parents told me and my siblings when we were younger. Um, takes place like back in the nineties, and there's this lake on uh, Vancouver Island called Pearl Lake. And back in the nineties, there it was. Nowadays, it's all logged out, but um, back then it was uh, no lock, like not logged out at all. It was a while to walk in. There was two cabins on the lake. So if you draw a circle, one cabin was on like the uh, side of the lake that's closest to us, and there's one on the opposite side of the lake. Right. So it was midday. Mom and my dad were sitting there, and my dad was like, "How about we go to Pearl Lake for uh, the night and stay at the one of the cabins?" And so they decided to go. And they end up getting to the trailhead and found this log and road. It takes a while to get there. So they get there and it's dark out. And they're like, hey, so we'll just make it to the first cabin tonight. So they start heading to the first cabin. There's like this big log jam you got to climb over. And it's pretty sketchy when it's dark out. But uh, they're heading to the bush and they um, they start hearing these like branches snapping behind them. And they're just starting to hear like stuff coming from behind them. They're starting to get a little freaked out. And then, like, out of nowhere, they start hearing it getting real close, and they hear this, like, scream. It's hard to it's hard to explain, but it's kind of like, like, and, like an owl and a monkey. It was just, like, but it's, like, it reverberated through your chest. Like, you felt it in the ground, they said. Like, a big, like, hoo-hoo, wahoo, but it was just, like, raspy and loud. And my mom hears it, and she looks at my dad, and she just starts running, like, falling down, getting back up, charging through the bush. Smart. Yeah, and then, <laughs> Trips and then the my dad, dad's like, I don't have to run fast, it's faster than you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, big time. So my dad picks her up, and he has to like slap her across the face. He's like, he's like, calm down, we're gonna get through this. He like turns on his flashlight, he's walking through the bush. He's like, hee ho, hee ho, we're gonna get to the, we'll get to the cabin, and they end up getting to the first cabin, and they're fine. And they spend the night there, and it's all good. But then a couple months forward, my dad's sitting there telling the story to his buddy. And his buddy's like, well, man, let's just fucking go up there. Why not? Like, see if we can find the Sasquatch. And he's like, fuck it, why not? He's like, and my dad's buddy's like, my buddy has this dog. It's like, a, I think it was a Wattweiler or a Pitbull, but it was a bear dog. So this dog was from the mainland. It would go after grizzly bears and shit. Like, dog mm. not care at all. So they end up heading out earlier in the day, and they pass the first cabin. There's a, little, there's a little rowboat down by the beach that was, like, communal. Everybody would, like, respect it. So you'd get on the rowboat go across the lake and get to the second cabin. And if, so they get to the second cabin. As soon as they get to the beach, this dog jumps off and starts sniffing around. And it just like tucks its tail between its legs and goes to get back on the boat. But I was like, oh, no, no, let's go up to the cabin. <sighs> so they go up to the cabin and it's starting to get dark out now. They have all this stuff set up. They got a fire going. And it's like, a, it's, the second cabin's a lot bigger than the first one. So it's got like a second floor and like a balcony. So they have their lawn chair sitting on the balcony and they're talking about the Sasquatch story. And my dad's buddy stands up and just like yells the, the, the sound the Sasquatch made, just screams it across the lake as loud as he can. And like 10, 15 seconds later, they get the same call about like 10 times louder coming back to them from the other side of the lake. Oh, how fast <laughs> can you row that fucking boat? <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, fuck. But you know, right. it's, it's like so. Mental note: Don't go to Pearl Lake. Pearl Lake's yep. off Cross limits. Yeah, no. off the list. <laughs> Places to go. <laughs> Stay away. But no like, kidding. it would take like an hour and a half, two hours to walk around this lake. Like, if it's full of shellac. You do not want to. Like, it takes way too long. That's why there's the rowboat there. Right. So they're sitting there and they yell it again, and the thing yells back. But I mean, it's like a third of the way to the cabin now. 
and they're like, holy shit. And then they're sitting there and they yell it one more time and it's like pretty much halfway to them and they're like, how the fuck is this thing moving so fast? And they sit there and like, okay, we should probably stop fucking yelling at this thing. <laughs> and then they're sitting there and there's like a rock bluff behind them and they hear this thing scream from behind the cabin. And they're like, what the fuck? And they hear like the rock sliding down the hill. And they hear this like, and the dog is sitting in the corner, just losing its shit. And they hear this thing like running around the cabin. And my dad's buddy runs downstairs, grabs his hammer, nails the door shut. And they see this thing like popping through the windows, running around the cabin. And they end up sitting there fucking, yeah, chilling out for a bit. And then they don't hear much after that. And they end up, you know, sun comes up. They like grab the dog, get on the boat and get the fuck out of there. Absolutely. You guys have their own Ape Canyon going on. Yeah. So they Holy they legit, yeah. they've seen no. them through the window like a legit Bigfoot. Just a yeah, well, it's, nine it's foot monster. They're, they're slamming that, they're hammering the door shut. They don't really see much, but they definitely see something go they, by the window. They see something big. Was it just moving. one? Did they think it was just yeah, one you, or more you than can one? Hear it like, you can hear the footsteps hitting the ground running around the cabin. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Oh, dude. No thanks. No. Nope. Yeah, pretty crazy. <laughs> Yeah, you always just tell that out camping when we were kids. Oh, yeah, that's the best time. That's the best time to tell a Bigfoot story. When you're, that's a terrifying. When you're story. vulnerable Vancouver in the Island woods. is actually a hotbed for Sasquatch encounters. Yep. Um, okay. I have a friend uh, Frederick who's seen one on Vancouver Island too. He saw his uh, Mid Island around Port Alberni. Um, terrified yeah. him. Uh, Isn't there an island literally named Ape Island? Like in your area, probably. I think there is there actually. Might, there's a lot of I, islands. I, I, I know yeah, I've mentioned it multiple times. I'm like, we look it up. It's it's right there. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a. It's a definitely a hot spot for Sasquatch stories. You hear a lot of them around town. Yeah, well, that's pretty much it. Please. That's a great Sasquatch story. That was awesome. Oh, I appreciate it. So it never, it never tried to break in. It just was terrorizing them on the outside of the cabin. They bore, they nailed that, nailed the door shut, and just kind of chilled inside. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the dog wouldn't even go outside to take a piss. It'd piss off the top deck. <laughs> yeah, it, it was not having a good time. Smart dig. Smart dig. Yeah, exactly. Hey, boys, well, appreciate it. Great story. Thanks for the call. Yeah. That was awesome. No worries. Take it easy. All right, bye. Cheers. Woo. Oh man, the full on Sasquatch. That one's close. That one's, that one's in, in my town. That's insane. You want to quick? <laughs> you want to quickly go nail your door shut or? <laughs> what are you thinking? I wonder if, how far is Pearl Island from here? Pearl Lake. Pearl Lake. Lake. No matter what, it's too close. It's too, yes, much too close. It's too fucking close. Sasquatch is already in your house. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right, let's bring another caller on. See Hello, Cosmic Channels. You theorized sons of guns thought you done got rid of me, but I'm oh. back at it again, uh, baby. This oh, is the cowboy shit. pilot from pilot. Fort Worth, Texas. Cab, we haven't. I was actually just thinking the other day. I haven't heard from you in, in a while. I wonder if you just said "fuck this show," got rid of it. Oh, I thought uh, it's, it's because he, he no, was no. talking too much on the show. He got pinched got by pinched. the authorities. <laughs> I'm always listening, boys. It's just been a while. I've been a little bit busy, but I heard a uh, recent story that piqued my interest and uh, thought I'd pose it to you fellas and see if you had any thoughts. Awesome. So I was talking to a couple fellas at the airport the other day, and one of them. Uh, was actually one of the pilots who had that uh, sighting of the jetpack over by LAX. Um, I guess this was almost a year ago now. 
And I don't know if y'all have been paying attention, but over the last like couple of years, there's been a, like something of a rash of jetpack sightings, like in and around really complex, really uh, high security airspaces. And I just wanted to know if you guys had any thoughts about that. Seems like a CIA psyop to me. <laughs> I, the stories have come across the news feed, but I, I never really followed up with them. So they there's multiple sightings of someone like in like a Mandalorian jetpack kind of thing, or what? There have been at least three, but yeah, there might be more actually. Um, but at least in the states, there've been at least three sightings of people. I, no, so we're talking like within like less than a mile of like Bravo airspace, which are the biggest airspaces in the country. You know, we're talking like LAX, DFW International, Atlanta, you know, big, really busy airports. Right. Uh, if you're flying around there without clearance, you're in a lot of trouble. And there have been at least three sightings of people in like straight up, like you said, Mandalorian style jetpacks, which the last time I checked are not things you can come across very easily. I mean, you can't like shop on Amazon for yet. You can't buy one of those yet on Amazon. He, but, uh, there was, it, um, I mean, whoever this guy is, I remember there is the commercial pilots. I don't know if it was Alaska Airlines or Southwest or something, but they reported him seeing him at 6,000 feet and he flew within 30 yards of the cockpit and they saw yeah. like they saw yeah. him clear there's like there's a guy up here in a fucking jetpack got the fucking rocketeer up here just yeah. going around yeah. buzzing by the so, buzzing the tower so do we have like a remember that guy uh, do we have like a mad Mike in a jetpack right now is that what's going on Oh, maybe. Remember Mad Mike, the the steam-powered rocket dude who tragically... Yeah, the yeah. the Flat Earth dude, right? Oh, yeah. Flat Earth Mike. That's right. Flat Earth Mike. Yeah, I think he ended up Flat Mike. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Flat Mike. It could be some type of uh, <laughs> proof of concept. could be something like that. There, I mean, there's that one video of that guy uh, on the hoverboard, like the, yeah. the full-on drone hoverboard, like, down, like flying down Times Square. You know. Dude, I could definitely see it being some sort of private tech company, like with some private tech. That's pretty ballsy, though. I mean, that's pretty bold to be flying like, I mean, like if you were going to test technology like that, you like you probably wouldn't do it like on short final right next to LAX. No, without like authorization and clear. I mean, like this guy was almost like a smashed bug on the windshield of the 737. You right? know what I mean? Yeah. It was not a it was not a well coordinated event. No, like if you were going to do that, say you did have a prototype jetpack that was functional and you did that you would want to like make it viral so you want to like have your company logo or like something to say like this is our jetpack or you know <laughs> sponsored by spacex and red bull yeah <laughs> what, if, what if it's just a really crazy smart guy making it in his garage like what was bob lazar making in his garage oh, the, crazy than smart the like, jet bike <laughs> he made a jet powered motorbike i'm pretty sure or something yeah he made a jet, jet powered car right? jet could just be car. a really smart weirdo hanging out in his fucking garage making jetpacks that's yeah. like my theory i think there's just like a real tony stark type out there making his own jet but but the thing that's interesting is that there was no follow-up story so it wasn't like three days later they like you know Found caught someone. the guy and he had a jetpack in his backyard or anything I mean, he's like on the loose jet uh, presumably jetpacking around somewhere <laughs> dodging airplane i i imagine it'd be actually kind of difficult to kind of pin down like a location for that it, it, you, you could go and ask people like did you guys see this jetpack guy but since only like a, you know a few number of people saw him and it's like did you see him land or did you see like where he went and then who would even investigate that like <laughs> Like, the I don't know who you would like, F send out to go F get FBI it. The FBI and, and uh, the FAA? 
Is that yeah, right? but it's only like it's isolated in cases. It would be like we're looking for a guy in a jetpack. Jet there's pack? only so many. I, I imagine there's only like so many people you can ask. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you want to devote resources to this as something that isn't that huge a problem yet? Like, it they're probably. I times. think they assume that this problem is going to fucking solve itself eventually. Here, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to run out of juice a little too high one of these days. Yeah, they might just exactly. be counting on him flying yeah. into a power line or something. Yeah. But six thousand yeah. feet's pretty high. I mean, the videos I've seen of jetpacks are, you know, they get you know 30, 40, 50 feet off the ground, but they start getting pretty wobbly after they get up to fifty. Six thousand feet would be. I mean, you know, that's quite a beat. Yeah, man. The only actual functional functional jetpacks I've seen are the ones that are like water powered and they're like powered by like a fucking jet ski. A jet ski. Oh, yeah. Or like that one dude, the, what is it? The, like the French guy who's like, he flew over the, the British Channel, but you have to like jump out of a plane oh, to, to get do the, that one. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. That yeah. One. Oh, the jet powered yeah. squirrel suit. Yeah, I've seen that guy. Uh, you're not going to, like, you're not going to go from ground to air with that. Like, it's not VTOL. I don't know. I don't know how high those, like, the, the which is it the ones like those personal craft like i know i've seen them the ones that are like turbine like the turbo prop like prop vertical right, engines like, and like yeah. take off like they haven't been fucking gta and i've seen oh as, like, you know what we can't things. even be sure it's a man so i'm gonna label it as of right now it's a new cryptid sure. called jetpack man jetpack man yeah jetpack sasquatch jpm yeah <laughs> jet squatch we don't know <laughs> There might be some issues with the hair catching on fire, but uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's pretty interesting. I just didn't like. It, I just thought it was weird that, like, to this day, that like nobody's caught him. There's some guy with a jetpack in his garage, or some Sasquatch with a jetpack out in the woods, flying around somewhere, and nobody knows who it is. But yeah. I guarantee you, man, the first time one of those guys gets sucked into a jet engine, that's going to be a it's going to be a rough ride, and it's going to be a big deal for the FAA. No, no doubt. I like that theory. It's just like some. Some super smart guy who just made a jetpack and he's just fucking around. Yeah. Because if it was like a military tech, there's no way they're testing that near a public airspace. You know, <laughs> they're out in the middle of the yeah, desert. Yeah, I don't even something. know where you would fly those ones, like the, like the one I was talking about. I don't even know where you would fly one of those. No. Like the, right? the little that those ones. But sure, oh, like those yeah. are functional. Like those are real things. Those exist. <laughs> Can it go six thousand feet? But those things are fucking expensive. Like I don't know. Maybe somebody just bought that and is flying around in in that thing. Like I don't know. Yeah, th those things are definitely not like widely available to the public yet. Like there's only a handful yeah. of them. Yeah, they're like shit you would buy out of like a sharper image catalog. Like <laughs> yeah, <we're> <laughs> <laughs> Sky Mall. I'm pretty sure I saw one of those in Sky yeah, Mall. You get out of Sky Mall, and it's like okay, like nobody's ever gonna buy this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing, if you guys have time, I thought was interesting is I saw that uh, China successfully tested that hypersonic uh, glide vehicle weapon. And I thought that that might explain some of the recent UFO sightings around uh, like U.S. Navy vessels and stuff, because one of the big enigmas is how fast those vehicles are moving. And I think that hypersonic weapon traveled at like... I think they clocked it at like five times the speed of sound, which is, Holy you know, shit. blisteringly fast. I don't know how maneuverable they are, but I thought, I wonder if it's, you know, we, we've been thinking in the wrong spot, you know, we've been thinking that it's aliens or something like that. But in reality, the Tic Tac was just some Chinese, you know, hypersonic weapon. Oh, okay. 
Um, I think also the I just saw a report the other day and it was like the Air Force is, is talking about putting out two new uh, t- or putting into service like two new spy planes. I think they were talking about either bringing back like the SR-71 Ooh. and then another one that they're they I don't think they've uh, totally reviewed yet. But I think people were talking about the Bo- it's the Boeing RQ-108, I think, or something. It's basically like their Delta, their unmanned drone Delta, like stealth bomber drone. And that yep, thing's pretty yep. wild. Like that. Like I don't think that one has like a full write up on it. Like what its capabilities are. That's available to the public. But probably shoots laser beams for sure. Yeah, the SR seventy one just won't die, man. They invented that thing in the sixties, and it's right. just been in and out of service ever since. But it's a pretty wild machine. Uh, but it, man, we live in an interesting time of, of you know aviation, and I think a lot of these really cool you you know a lot of the UAP sightings are super unexplainable. But I think there's probably a decent chunk of them that are just, I mean, insane weapons that are in production or in the test phase that, you know, we can't even comprehend. You know, the military is typically, what, you know, 20, 30 years ahead of the rest of the civil industry. Right. I'm, I, I just can't wait for some, like, insane hypersonic death dart transport <laughs> vehicle to come to life. Fucking personal like, I'm really packs, wondering man. what the, like, I mentioned the, whatever the RQ... 108 or whatever like we only found out about that one in like two like they they people found out about that one like 2010 or something like that yeah that's that's like what we know about (laughs) you barely know anything about if we if we know about it they're 25 years ahead of that that's yeah that's a cool thing like what so the blackbird was in the 60s we didn't find out for 30 years what do they have now that we're not going to find out for 30 years like it's pretty wild dude Jetpacks for sure, man. Jetpack, man. Anyways, boys, that's all I got, but I appreciate you bending the year as always, and I'll be listening. All right. Hey, call back sooner next time. Adios. I buy a con dios. I won't make it two seasons in between next time. All right. Sounds good, brother. <laughs> yeah. Have a good night. Bye. It's the Northrop Grumman RQ-180. That's the best. I love Cowboy Pilot, the man. They got fucking rules. Like, what... what- person calls in and knows when to get off too. like that was perfect he's like he's so yeah. cool he's like all right boys i gotta go i'm like, out peace like, yeah you know like, he doesn't you, he doesn't let us in the call he, no, he, he ends the call. Us. he's like sorry f- boys i i am out of time yeah talk to you another time you're welcome you guys have had enough of my time see you later yeah, <laughs> yeah you guys fucking awesome all right yeah, another caller beauty hello cosmic channels yo what's up yo man how you guys doing doing well good hey i guess i think i get the uh award for proximity caller I'm uh, calling from Summerland. Summerland? Oh, yeah. Just down the road. That's Great. right. Local, boy. Local is right. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely the closest call. I think the closest before that was Revelstoke we had. So, you, yeah, you've taken the cake. Nice. Yeah, let's just shit on the guy that Sweet. called me from my hometown. No big deal. <laughs> ah, hey, where's, where's, the, where's the call being received? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, Kelowna. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah you're right. You this go. is closest proximity Closest call. by far. All right. the studio Thanks is. for calling, man. Matters. What do you got for us? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what do you guys want? A ghost story or a UFO? Uh, UFO, it, buddy. We love UFOs, 100%. UFO? Yep. Okay, cool. So uh, I was younger, probably like 12, maybe, and we were out in Kananaskis doing a bonfire and, uh, well, small campfire. And I shit you not, and I asked my sister yeah, about this. Yeah, two foot this, by two foot by two foot, foot. No big deal. Yeah, and easy. Yeah. At least that. Maybe a little smaller. What's that? Two by it was two. perfect regulation yeah. fire. Yeah, perfect. Let's stick with that. 
Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing too big. But I I swear I saw um it see it so imagine a meteorite, what you picture in your mind, but it was about the size of the moon and traveling the si- the at the speed of a plane. But like so it was really low and really slow, quiet and completely on fire. And like the more I've when I saw it, I was like younger and I was like, oh, that's weird. And everyone was like, oh, that's super weird. But um, the more I've like listened and, and done research and all this stuff, I hear about all these fireballs that happen in the sky that people see. And like this was one of those. And I couldn't believe it because you see a shooting star. That thing's going super quick. You see a satellite. That thing's super small and far away and moving slow. But right. this thing, like, it felt like it was like when a plane's landing, like that, like coming in across the city or something. You see it. It felt like it was that low. And um, the rest of the night, I mean, we don't. I don't really remember what happened because I was so young. But it was a super weird experience, and I'll never forget it. And uh, been looking up for more weird stuff like that, but. Uh, Still waiting on the on the big the big one the next big one you know. So you're saying you're in Kananaskis? That's what Alberta, right? Somewhere. Yeah, that's like 45 minutes out of Calgary. Calgary. So uh, so yeah. in in the sky, it relative it looks like the size of the moon. Like that that's how much sky it's taking up, and it's on. It was that big, and it's on fire. Like like yeah. like on like it's in like red fire, or is it like a white or like, like engulfed? No, it was like yeah, like orange red. And like you could see the stone, like you could see the physical object in it, and it was burning. Uh, but what? Wait, do you do you know the year by any chance? No, but when I remember after that happened, my sister like is a non-believer or whatever, and she she looked into it and said that an asteroid hit in Egypt and killed a dog. And you could probably look up that one. Um, so I'm 32, so 20 years ago, I guess. Maybe, but it, maybe it was somewhere around there. But uh, yeah, super weird. Maybe two thousand three, two thousand five. And, and was it was it clipping a lot? Like it was clipping along pretty fast, or was it like was it moving? No, it was like super slow. That was slow. the weird thing. Super slow. Yeah, really slow. Yeah, super weird. And it was a big field that we were in, so you could like see it, and it like came up, and it was like it probably crossed over our heads for like ten seconds. Big, <sighs> like like if you hold your fist at the top, like as far away from you, like at least that's how big it looked like. That's I remembered. A, that's how much sky so it's like, Not up. a shooting star or anything like that, right? And you've seen that, that Russian asteroid and it's just like blink of an eye, explodes, all this, right? Right, yeah, the one that's like, from Super weird. years ago, that, that airburst, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's weird. So like, it looked like something was like slowly burning as it just streaked across the sky. It was so slow, I could like see hit marks in the stone like like crater marks really weird. weird i don't know what to think of it but you've heard like you've heard of burning balls of like different ufos and stuff and i've heard like if you want to go super um off the wall with it they're like certain reptilian ships can potentially look like fireballs but i don't know also i wanted to ask what you guys thought about the flood and like why that atmospheric river pooled over the Fraser Valley. And if that was some, if you think like that was just a coincidence or some sort of planned phenomenon. Planned? Like as in someone Because I know it? that you got stuck on the road, right? 
Is yeah. it Braden? Braden did. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got I got stuck on the road. I mean, that's Was all. that on the other side of Hope? Yeah. I got stuck. You got stuck east just side. Just before, yeah, just before Hope. I got turned around, and then I had to go back to Princeton, and I got stuck in Princeton for a bit, and I made it out of Princeton uh, before Highway 3 shut down. Crazy. You know, I hear it's like, you know, the a 500 year flood, but it's like, you know, every year we hear of like uh, the 100 oh, year flood. Now it's the 500 year flood. You know, next year we're going to see a totally. thousand year flood. Uh, things, it just yeah. seems like that stuff's slowly getting worse and worse and worse. Well, and the fires too, right? Yeah. One thing I heard that was interesting was that they said it's not that the last three year, or the last five years have been the hottest years on record. It's that the last five years will be the coolest in the next 20. The you know last I mean? five will Ooh. be the coolest in the next twenty. Yep, maybe. I mean, the the thing about those the like every year we're just gonna break records. Yeah, the thing about the the floods on like the Coquihalla, especially, is uh, that was also yeah. scorched. All those hillsides were scorched during the summer, so all totally. all the forest yeah. and shrubs that would normally hold soil in a big rainstorm were gone. So when that when the soil but filled I heard up, that the ashes. Yeah. Yeah, the ashes are hydrophobic too, right? Yeah. So when it, yeah, when it filled up, there's no there's nothing holding it, and the whole hillside just came down in like a catastrophic mudslide and just so crushed highway out of the way. It was gone. Like it's like nine different spots. It's gonna that be place. a while. Yeah. I mean, they'll be able to do like a yeah. temporary repair to get like some vehicles through, but to like rebuild it as it was is gonna be a long time. Well, get oh, yeah. ready for tolls. Well, we've all again. done that road. And yeah. 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 It's gonna be toll booths. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. No, as far as like, I don't. I mean. Yeah, it's a hundred-year storm or more, but now, like, if you know, there a hundred-year storm maybe now in every seventy-year or fifty-year storm, you know, and let's put money on it, man. I bet within the decade we're seeing that again, maybe even next year. I mean, I could see another forest fire as big as as big as um, Vernon this year. Mother again. Nature's just trying like, to take not, fucking right? Sumas Lake back, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. release the dam. Release the dam. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's a uh, also sucks. last thing, and I'll let you go. Ogopogo, real or not? Hundred percent real. I see oh, it with my own eyes. Real. And what 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 is it? A lizard or a mammal? It's a giant sturgeon. giant serpent. The giant serpent. Giant sea sturgeon. Snake. Serpent. It's like a yeah. It's like a giant sea a sea monster that is linked from the Okanagan Lake to other lakes and also to the ocean. That's why we. It's like do, that's why I think. Do you guys think it's serpentile and not like long neck? I think it's like a coolie loach, but enormous. Yeah, it's it's right. not it's not like uh it's not like one of those swimming long necks is what what you're thinking. What are those called? Right. Fucking um Yeah, a plesiosaurus. Uh yeah, something like that. Plesiosaur or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's that. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's exactly yeah, it's what people serpent. seem. Yeah. It's a serpent serpentine yeah. being. What, the, the the billboards are right. I I think so. Yeah. Hey man, uh, man, men, I love your show. Hey, thanks for the call, Summerland. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Hey, if we ever do a That's live right. show in Kelowna, would you come out? Absolutely. All right, stay tuned. Yeah, I'll so be there. One ticket. We got. We <laughs> sold one. <laughs> All right, brother. Have a good night. <laughs> okay, take care, guys. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that is. If you if you're not from the area and he didn't hear about the storm. It just pretty much severed all of our major highways in one night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's wild. Gone. They're all gone. Just washed away.
in the river. You got another got, system coming in. Yeah, we got another system coming. What? Tuesday. Tuesday's the big day. But you're in for it because they're saying Tuesday's is the Tuesday's the supposed heaviest. to be worse. Yeah. Yeah but, to be the yeah, but those storms are normal winter storms, not like the last one, which was triple a normal storm. Either way. Oh, I, I've never seen anything like that here in my entire life. No, that was insane. Uh, another caller. Yeah. Let's bring him on. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hey, what's going on, boys? Woo! It's another another Sunday. Taking some calls. Yes, sir. How y'all doing? Yeah, we're doing well. Pretty good. What's your name? Where are you calling from? I'm Josh from uh, outside of Atlanta, Georgia. From Atlanta, Georgia. Right on, man. Thanks for the call. Thanks for taking it. Of course. So, uh, long-time listener, huge fan. Uh, you guys fucking rock. Um, Cheers. Mongoose all the way. Um, <laughs> I've had I've had crazy shit happening in my whole life, but uh, I wanted to share something with you that's happened the last within the last year. Um, my wife and I moved to this house about two years ago, and we started noticing some weird stuff kind of right off the bat. Fuck. Doors were like being left open. You know, we heard noises in the house and like that stuff's been happening a long time, but we never got this creepy feeling or anything. And uh, it was just kind of weird, you know, kind of poltergeisty. Right. And um, one night, maybe a year and a half ago, <clears throat> I wake up in the middle of the night, you know, got to take a piss, so I get up, go to the bathroom, don't think anything of it, take a pee, come back out. I get out of my bathroom and I, you know, walk into the bed and I look up and we have two chairs in our room and uh, there's a person or a shadow of a person sitting in one of my mm. chairs. Like a full, full I'm, form? I'm full form. Yeah, and this, and this was a person I hadn't seen before. Uh, I've seen... Uh, I've seen ghosts before. I've seen shadow people. You know, I, I've seen all that. This was a person I hadn't seen before, but it's a person that is somewhat common in kind of alien legend of the Wiper and Hat Man. Oh, the Hat Man, Lou Bega. Oh shit! Yeah, and uh, he was just sitting on our chair. Just you know, you couldn't make out any like facial features or anything like that, but. It reminded me of like a like a you know 19th century farmer, and he had this wide-brimmed black hat, and he was just sitting there. And I saw it, and I did. I went into like survival mode and just did a <clears throat> instinct breath, looked down, and just stopped. And my heart started racing, and I looked back up, and he was gone. Did he have red eyes? Yeah. Did you see eyes? No. Just the no bl- eyes. Just the black with the like you can see the hat and just the outline. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I saw it clear as day. I mean, not you know it was night, but it was a full outline. Saw the saw the legs, the boots, the pants, the shirt, the hat, the shoulders, the arms. You know, it was just like a person was sitting there in that chair. Did the chair move or anything when? the shadow person like left no he just kind of disappeared yeah just gone 
And how long ago was this? This was about a year and a half ago. So you've gone a year and a half without sleeping? That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, I would I'd say. Never so fall asleep again, next, ever. I, I'd move out of the it, house. It, it was, I'd burn the chair. It, scary as fuck. Super scary. I hadn't seen anything like that in probably a decade, you know, let alone as, as an adult. And uh, I got some other stories I'll tell you guys on another channel. But um, then about six months after that, my wife was standing near our bed and we got these big kind of bay window things. And she saw a an orb of light outside our window. Kind of doing a little, doing a little twirly twirl. And then it was gone. Man, that house is on a ancient ancient native bur burial ground or something like that. That's way too much shit going on there. Get out. Yeah, it's no. That's how old is that place? You know? Do you know when it was the, built? Yeah, the house was built in early two thousands. Really? Oh, what? So well, not that old. Barely new. Wow. So it's some, something on the ground underneath it for sure. Yeah. Used to be a playground or something like that where some kids died. Something fucked up happened. Something bad happened there. Something terrible happened. Old there. groundskeeper got tossed into a furnace. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, something Wood chipper. What's your yeah. theory? What do you think? You you witnessed it. So what what do you think? You know, um, I had years ago. I had a, a Wicca lady tell me that I was touched. Um, you know, street lights tend to go out underneath me and or above me and, and crazy shit happens. Somebody I was touched and, and normally when something like that used to happen, you can feel that negative energy. You can feel something. Right. When when I saw the orb, when my wife saw the orb, it you didn't you don't feel anything. You don't feel anything in the house normally, but when I saw that shadow man, I felt I mean, my breath left. My body got cold. I got goosebumps. The hairs on my neck stood up, and I and I froze. And um, I don't know. You know, I think uh, I think there's things in this world. That Seems like a reasonable survival like response. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, I don't know. I, I I think there's things there's things here that that walks amongst us that are that are with us every day. And we just don't see him. We don't. We can't see him. Whatever it is, and uh, that just happened to come through at that time. I don't know why. I don't know anything like that. Mm. But fucking freaky, man. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, yeah, yeah really fucking freaky. Why, gotta, why when you? Why does it gotta show you when you're sleeping? Like, come show me during the day. Yeah. The lights on. Everything. Okay. Paranormal activate me then. Not when I'm trying to sleep. Because then it's never gonna happen. <laughs> Nope. Not for yeah, me. it'll scare your fucking balls off, man. That's for sure. Fucking right. Yep. All right, brother. Hey, thanks for the call. We're gonna keep the lines rolling. We got time for a couple more, but talk to you again. Hey, appreciate you guys. Keep rocking, man. Hey, cheers. All right, man. Take care. Why do they always gotta be dressed like pilgrims or some shit? Like that's terrifying. The fucking Quaker man coming to get you. <laughs> Someone yeah, it's, uh, guy. which is funny because you always Everybody want to go to Colonial Williamsburg so bad. <laughs> yeah, Colonial. I Williamsburg. think Colonial, William, Colonial Williamsburg would be awesome.
We're going to dress you like a Quaker if we go. <laughs> Absolutely. I want to wear pantaloons, man. When those be all about that. as long as I can wear runners. It's all Probably matters. I'll wear whatever you want as long as I, I can wear some like, more good fun runners. At the Renaissance fair. Like, <laughs> uh, we can, oh, yeah. We can do both. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, is, is, know, is, we get our butters churned. Is the Quaker outfit, does it involve one of those like wavy wigs? Yeah, it's got like it. a judge wig. I mean, that, gives me excuse no, to wear a wig. Normally. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's what the Quaker oatmeal guy looks like. Well, that, that's that's what I think about when I think of Quaker, the Quaker oats dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what he looks like, like as a Quaker. But he has he has like that weird, the weird wig. I mean, he's. I think he's just an old guy. Like he's just that's his that's his regular hair. <laughs> I don't think you have, you don't have to have long white hair to be a Quaker. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure you do. I think, okay. I think it's part of it. Yeah, I think True. it's it's yeah, it's in the list of, one of their qualifications. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Check. Now that now that we're talking about <laughs> about that, isn't it like that old like those wigs, the big wigs and stuff? Isn't that because everyone used to have like an STD and everyone lost their hair? Powdered wigs. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was a all had syphilis. Syphilis. Yeah. They had syphilis yeah, un- undiagnosed, and then they would lose their hair, and then everyone everybody would have wigs. And you're bigger mm-hmm. the bigger the wig, the more powerful you are. Was the more syphilis you had in your system. I mean, so what you're telling me is everybody else just needs to have syphilis so I can fit in with my bald so ass. Everyone needs perfect. to get syphilis so everyone Bullshit. goes bald yeah. and then we're all equal. And we're Never. all crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no shit. All right, let's get another caller here. Hello, Cosmic Channels. You're on the line. I can see you're connected. Hello. Come on. Come on. You can do it. You can do it. We'll believe in you. It's okay. T minus five second Talk countdown. Mambo number five. Are you muted? Oh, <laughs> that's a hang up. Uh, the, that's a hang up. It's probably, that guy, it's probably that Quaker. guy that was embarrassed. He got embarrassed that one time. <laughs> Who's that guy? He's calling back to hang up on us. He's calling back. He almost had it. He almost, <laughs> he was like, today's the day. He's been practicing his speech to roast us or something. Yeah. Wasn't quite ready. <laughs> Went to the jerk store the other day and they were out of you. Jerk <laughs> store. <laughs> you would know you're their best seller. <laughs> oh, we lost. oh, I didn't have it muted. Let's bring him right on. Just like Woo. that. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hi, uh, this is Andrew. Andrew's there. Uh, from Iowa. Oh, you're Andrew. I get you. I, Andrew from Iowa. Thanks for the call. For my stubble, he told me his UFO story. You got a UFO story for us? I have a UFO. Perfect. Yeah, let's let's hear it. Let's hear the tale. Um, so he's from uh, Venezuela, so he's not really from here. And um, he told me that when he was like fifteen. He had went to a quince, like a birthday party. Okay. Okay. In Mexico, in the middle of nowhere, that something uh, outside, and when he went out there, he was stuck out there for thirty minutes, and his friends had to come in, and he said he was stuck stargate, uh, like a craft that was floating about. She said, like two streets away would be. Now, he was telling me in the car, so he said from like uh, two streets away, and he said it was like gray. It was like uh, almost like you know how. Even uh, platform, it was kind of like that, a little bit off the ground. I missed that. 
It was just off the ground? Yeah, like it was just hovering off the ground. And he said that when he, like, he's always remembered it, but he never talked about it because he just felt like nobody would believe him. Uh, so he told you and not too many other people? No, he currently has cancer right now. So he told me, like, um, about two weeks ago, and he's in stage four now. So he's just now talking about it. Well, that's unfortunate to hear, but yeah. we, we appreciate him telling his, telling his story through you, at least. Yeah, and, it, and when he was telling me about it, it sounded a lot like the tick or the Tic Tac UFO. It kind of sounded a lot like that one that just didn't take off and was just sitting because they lived close to the ocean. Oh, shit. So I kind of made that connection because I watch, I watch a lot of the UFO stuff from you guys for about a year or two now. Right. So, yeah. And then I had another um, thing I wanted to talk about. Um, so I wanted to hear, and I don't want to bring Joe Rogan in this, but I wanted to hear your guys' take on DMT. Since I know, um, I think it was your, I think it was Andrew that works as a, works for the ambulance. Yep. Yeah. His friend of a friend. Oh, his friend. Yeah, my friend of a friend is a paramedic. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, well, DMT, I mean, I've never uh, personally done DMT. I've done other similar hallucinogens, but never actual DMT. I'm I'm open to it, but I'm I'm scared because I don't know where to get it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things like I don't really want to smoke it out of like a broken light bulb. Yeah, like, right. Like, there's not a lot of good options. Like if I'm going to uh, if I'm going to Peru and someone like has some dried DMT and we smoke it in, a, you know, a Doctor Feelgood pipe, sure. Dude, if we're going all the way to Peru, we got to do the ayahuasca like drink. Well, I mean, that's the that's the ingest- <laughs> the one that makes you puke like crazy. Well, yeah, but that's ingestible DMT, so it's kind of the same thing. But yeah, it makes yeah terrible gut reaction to most people. Oh, nice. Yeah, I actually had it twice, and the second time I tried it, because um, when I did it, I didn't really think about like what it was gonna do to me going into it. I just kind of went with it, right. and it reminded me a lot of like what the Egyptians would honestly I feel like they must have been doing some type of psychedelics because I had never seen good things like that before and it just it all just screamed like the ancient Egyptians just like they're doing DMT and they're seeing the go- sky gods and that's how they get their yeah, stories like, you, know how they used to, you know how they used to put those things on your head like that made your head look bigger or uh Oh, you mean like you used to flatten the cranium, like the the yeah, like kind of like that. Like you see, like a lot of creatures that look a lot like that. I resembled a lot of that. Okay. So I don't know. That was my take on it. I just wanted to hear your guys' side because I know you guys are just uh, more, you know, entertaining. (laughs) If you're going to, if you're going with like the metaphysical version of DMT, like people say, like a lot of people who do DMT from the stories I've heard see very similar or ex- like have very similar experiences like sometimes you see like the little gray machine elves and like the machine world and like you meet god of some type so a lot of people have very similar experiences on it so it's like is that just every is that, that just the drug and that is how it reacts with your mind and so everyone kind of sees something like that or is there something like another you're like visit that it's unlocking yeah you're unlocking like another layer of reality and like this drug is allowing your you pe- to see pineal glands yes i don't know something so like i've never done it so i can't really i mean my i would i would do it i 100 if the situation was right 
and I had a nice shaman with me <laughs> and I knew the DMT was perfect, I would definitely do it. But yeah. Knowing your oh, yeah. knowing your luck, Zell, you're gonna be doing it with the fucking QN on Shem. <laughs> <laughs> Having the worst you're time. You're gonna be ever. doing that in jail, man. <laughs> yeah. That guy's gonna turn into a vampire. Back. Yeah, but yeah, be uh if you're out there looking to do it, be responsible and make uh, wise decisions. We didn't we didn't tell <laughs> you to do anything. Alright, hey, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, never done DMT. I don't even know where... I guess you can make it yourself, but like, uh, I don't trust myself to make anything yeah. like that. Just grab a couple things underneath your kitchen sink, yep. mix that shit together. Yeah, bada boom, a little bit of smoke, a little bit of fizzle. dragons, buddy. But I'll tell you something. Uh, what was what was that fucking drug that you smoked? Little The powder drug and really powerful hallucinogen? It used to be legal. Oh, sal salvia? Salvia. That shit is insane. And that was legal for a long time. Honestly, watching Zell do it for the first time, I was supposed to be up next, and I watched Zell do it, and he was done in two minutes, and I didn't want to do it because <laughs> yeah, he kept that. he kept gripping me and being like, "Is it over? Is this real now?" And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, you're totally all good." <laughs> and he's like, the look in his eyes, I was like, "I want nothing to do with this, <laughs> absolutely nothing." Well, that I, I was pretty young. And we didn't really know what we were doing, so we took, like, I just, I think I just took way too much on my first dose. Like, it, it, threw, it was through, a, like, a bong. So you stuffed yeah. it in there with weed, you light it, huge rip. I'll never, dude, I'll, it's, like, the most vivid memory of any type of, like, drug experience I've ever had is I did it. I think I've told it on Cosmic Channels. We did, like, psychedelics yeah. one time, but, you like, as soon as you inhale... You inhale and you exhale, and then instantly, like the world changed to claymation. I left my body and I was looking down on myself. Everything was claymation, and then as slowly as the trip wore off, like my, I fell back into my body and I felt like I was pinned to the ground. But really, I think it was the mystic conspiracy was was just stepping on my hood. He wasn't even stepping, dude. He was <laughs> holding your hood down with one finger. <laughs> That's with literally one thing. And I, I was like, I couldn't get up. I was like, I'm stuck on the ground. I guess I'm part of the ground now. Like, I, that's it. And it lasted just a few minutes. And it was, it's great. So that was maybe two minutes. I, maybe I don't know. Minutes. It felt like an eternity. Like, I lived a lifetime in two minutes. Just looking down on my body at, from like an astral projection, pretty much. Hey. Mind expanding substances use at your own risk. <laughs> All right, we got time. Uh, we got time for one more good story. If you're listening, you've been on the on the fence, and you want to tell your story, you want to give a theory. Fuck you. Let's do it. Fuck you. Call us. Um, what were we talking about before? We said we come back to it if no one called. Oh, the girl, the, uh, the, the Chinese, Chinese tennis player. She's hundred percent in some sort of detention tennis camp. Detention, detention tennis, tennis camp. <laughs> She's just stuck playing tennis, and she no contact to the outside world. Yeah, I haven't read. A, I read. I haven't read a lot into it. I'm not even sure how. Like, I mean, I'm sure she's good because she's playing in the pros, but like, I don't know, like, what her. She wasn't a top like, seed. seed. Yeah, like, what seed is she? And like, the last I'd read is like she had sent an email, being like, "Oh, thanks everyone 
I'm totally okay and nothing at all is wrong. Yeah, like, I, it didn't seem like it was her. <laughs> I thought writing I remembered. It. I might be misremembering, but I thought they had like sent a video to tennis player like, in a room and twenty one like, yeah, at gmail dot com. Today's newspaper being like, yes, I am very okay. I am very yeah. fine. Everything is good. Yes. It didn't seem like it was like it didn't trying see- to blink out Morse code. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. That's. I don't want to say anything bad about China because they're going to come after us That's next. CCP, I love China. China's great. They're great. Awesome. Everything's great about it's them. Great. <laughs> they're Everything's the best. good. Everything's fine. Number one. They should, Nothing happened here. You should sponsor the show if you're listening. We'll say really nice <laughs> <Yeah>. things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've only, the only China I've been to was, well, I mean, now it's back part of China, kind of. I've been to Hong Kong. They were like retook over Hong Kong over the pandemic and no one really even knew, knew what happened there. It's a weird situation. Yeah, it's, it's a weird situation over there. And you can't talk about Taiwan. They don't recognize Taiwan as a country or Tibet as right. a country. It's like one China only. Yeah, it's strange. Remember that John Cena thing they're talking about? Like fucking, uh, it was like fantastic or uh, not fantastic. Fuck, um, Fast and Furious. Fast and the Furious 9 or whatever. And he said something bad about, he said something about the country of Taiwan. And then he had to go on a big rant about he was sorry, 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 sorry for mentioning. He didn't even say why. Right. And, and John, no one's yeah. even asking how they saw him. No, it's insane. And he, how does John Cena know perfect Mandarin? Like it's crazy. That's <laughs> fucking it's pretty, wild, man. It's pretty impressive. And what was it like? The, I mean, he probably practiced to do that. I know, but I don't well, know if he no, I think he, I think he, I know he did that one commercial. I think he's actually fluent. John Cena. I could learn it. I can't, I could never learn it because it's way different. John it's, Cena. Yeah. I'm, fluent. I'd be interested to know if he reads it because I, think <laughs> I can't learn Chinese because it's way different than English. <laughs> you know, it's just because it's hard. I know it's, I fucking Tong, Tong and Song Fu Cup. Those are the only things I know in Chinese. Pain and take a deep breath. Like if you're That's if it. you're learning if you if you speak English as your native tongue and you try and learn like French or Spanish, it's much easier than trying to learn Mandarin. Like it's because it's completely different. Well, it's all the tones, the tones and, and the, yeah, it's yeah, it's it is it's hard. So it's it's so Thai's kind of like that, but I never even bothered to learn the tones because I was like ah in context they'll get it they'll get it yeah. people kind of <laughs> get what you're saying. You kind of get a few kind of like. Oh, yeah, like, they'll, oh, yeah, they'll know you're this talking guy looks about fucking shirt dumb. Not it's okay. Like, you'll know you're yeah. talking in context. Yeah. Like, I'm not wearing a tiger today. I would like to give I would like to give you some money for your tiger. And they're like, <laughs> huh? Your shirt. Uh, is that it? No one else is calling? That's it. I think we might end Cosmic Channels a couple minutes early this week. All right. You That's got it. a mambo number five. Yeah, unless you want to so hear my sleep paralysis three. story. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Call the dream police <laughs> on myself. One. Uh, next Cosmic Channels right. will be December 12th, 6.30 p.m. Pacific yeah. time. Same place, same uh, number. I will be gone. You'll be gone? I'll be gone. Someone will be here, hopefully. I'll be searching for that Omicron. It'll be a pro-light. <laughs> pro-light, yeah, he's looking, <laughs> looking for Bigfoot. Uh, yeah, that's it. No other callers, so... Oh, make it easy on us this week. All right. Co- Cosmic Channels are now closed. Peace, everybody. Peace. Cosmic Channels is brought to you by Big Theory Productions. The Cosmic Channels are now closed. <laughs>